Welcome to Clear the Clutter. My name is Margaret, and this podcast is where I give you practical and spiritual advice to get your time back so you can finally spend it how you really want. Hello, hello. Welcome to Clear the Clutter podcast. Today, we're going to talk about money hangups that are holding you back. And of course, I'll have examples for us to dive deeper into. So real quick, if you want to dive deeper into the episode, grab the companion journal prompts at margaretstevens.co slash shop or click the link in the show notes. You know, I'm totally obsessed if you've listened to any of my episodes about making it really easy for you to find the resources that I recommend. So that's another step of me making it easier. Like I said, either go into the show notes if that's easy for you if you're on your phone or if you're listening on some other platform, just go to margaretstevens.com marketstevens.co slash shop and it'll take you to the journal prompts the books I recommend the resources that resources I recommend kind of everything in one spot so with that being said let's get started so the last couple of episodes we have been talking about creating this version of your future self and there is of course a reason behind all of it um I have something in the works I've been telling you and hinting at it for a couple weeks now Um, But I have something in the works that maybe in the next week or two should be ready to go live. And it is around supporting you in creating your future self. So one thing that I've noticed is obviously there's all these little micro issues that we'll run into that stop us from creating our future self. But there's not necessarily a, um, uh, there's not really a encompassing resource that will help you step into from where you are right now to completely stepping into your future self. And if there is, I haven't found it. And I promise you, I have scoured the interwebs trying to find something that helps me create the person I want to be, not just on one little micro level or one little micro level here. I kind of feel like a lot of the other resources out there, they kind of help you create something. And then they just kind of like leave you on your own on your wilderness. And I'm not a fan about that. Like it doesn't, clearly it doesn't work. Otherwise we'd all be changed. So like I said, I've got some resources um, that's going to be coming in the future. So just kind of keep an eye out on the emails, keep an eye out on the socials because you'll hear it first there. And most likely I'll end up doing a podcast episode about it just because it's how I love to launch my things. So today's episode is going to be diving deep, deep, deep into money hangups that are holding us back. So the reason why I wanted to pick that one in particular, obviously I love to talk about what's true for me in the moment, but you know, we've been talking a lot with Holly trying to eat her bone in the background, but we've been talking a lot about creating this future self, right? And I feel like for the most part, we've started looking at what we're doing to sabotage ourselves. We're looking at different ways we want to become our future selves. We're looking at different patterns that we can implement. But one of the biggest things, of course, because this is a money and a mindset podcast, is the money part. I feel like we've been talking a lot about the mindset, which is obviously important, but the other half of this equation, how we actually put things into action is, and I'm using all the hand gestures, I'm just trying not to wiggle at my chair today so that you don't have the creaking noises to compensate for, but like how we put things into action is by money, by spending money, by saving money, by investing money, by paying off debt, by doing investments, which I already said, it it doesn't matter how we're doing the money thing, but money is a way for us to stop and reflect as to how we're doing in regards to what's going on inside of our head. So that's why I was so obsessed about talking about money hangups, because as you're trying to create this part of you that's new and it's shiny and you don't know how to actually do it, One of the things that you're going to do is you're going to go through about your daily life and you're going to spend money. 
And depending on where you are in your world or in your life or whatever the scenario is, he might be like, yeah, but Margaret, I'm like super broke right now. I'm not spending money. I would totally challenge that. I don't care if you're broke. I don't care if you're rich. Everything we do in this life, in this society is surrounded by money, whether it's the money you're spending or the money you're not spending. So that's why I wanted to dive a little bit deeper into the money hangups, because there's a couple things that I've noticed. There's three in particular, right? So the first one is basically looking at where you have contradicting money beliefs. So one of my things that I had for years was I had this belief system that I could make money safely. And I use the word safely for a reason because safety normally triggers you to act with money in a certain pattern. But I could generate money safely through a job. Like everything inside of me, I'm, I'm doing the whole, you know, like energetic vibe thing, right? Like from the top of my head to the tip of my toes, there was nothing inside me that had any contradicting belief around that I could create money through a job. Didn't matter what type of job. It didn't matter if it was a, a part-time job, a day job, a big job, a little job, um, a side gig, didn't matter. It had to be structured as a job and therefore it was easy and safe for me to generate money. And one of the other contradicting money beliefs I had was if it was not structured within a traditional job sense, therefore it was magically this ethereal thing and I couldn't make money. So one of the ways that I would feel, you know, was a magical way of making money was selling things online or selling things through a non-structured traditional J job, or even depending on when we're looking at my timeline, you know, even maybe doing money through a side hustle. So it made, if, if you step back at it, I thought about this earlier this week and I'm like, this is like the dumbest thing ever. So it made sense that I had no problem making money. I had no problem charging. I knew I had resources that other people could use. I knew I had talents and skills that other people could use. So it was very clear on that on one side of the scale. But on the other side of the scale, I had these weird, dumb hangups of like, oh, but yet money can only come through me in way A, B, C, D, or E. And I'm like, I was thinking about that earlier this week. And I was like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever thought. And I try not to be hard on myself, right? So as I'm telling myself this, I'm like telling myself in like a loving manner. But at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, that was such a, a dumb moment because money doesn't care. Like we, we have all these hangups again, going back into the hangups, right? So we have all of these hangups that money has to come this specific way, or I have to work this hard for it. It's okay for me to have money come through me on this way, but it's not okay for me to have it come through on this way. Money has to jump through these hoops. I haven't worked hard enough. I don't deserve it. We have all these dumb hangups around money, but yet money doesn't care. Money will just come to you in the path of least resistance. And that might sound like hella woo, but hear me out, right? So yes, that could be woo on the woo side, but on the practical side of it, the practical side is where you are not sabotaging yourself, whether you're holding yourself back because you're denying yourself opportunities, you're not promoting yourself, you're afraid to show up, you're afraid to talk about how awesome you are, it doesn't matter. You know, if you are not actively showing up in whatever capacity that means, then therefore you're sabotaging yourself. So of course, money, going back to the woo, is going to go and it's going to be like water traveling through a bunch of rocks, right? So, you know, it's my pet, my podcast episode if I have some crazy random analogy about farming or rocks or, or palm trees in it. But like water is going to flow through 
money is going to flow through in the easiest way possible. So it's going to go around all of these boulders and all of these obstacles and all of these hangups and then eventually make its way to you. And that might mean that it's going to have to take a longer route. That might mean it might take some extra time to make it to you because you have all of these boulders, aka money hangups in the way that water has to go through, money has to go through and filter through. And it doesn't need to be that hard. And, and I know that I, I'm somewhat oversimplifying it, right? You know, obviously money hangups are a thing. The reason why we have money hangups is because something happened at some point in our life, whether it was something we witnessed or something we personally went through and our brain was like, well, that didn't feel safe. Let's go ahead and switch the belief to be, well, if that didn't feel safe, the opposite must therefore be true. So that's going to be safe. And then boom, you have a money hangup, right? I'm getting all fiery on you. I don't like fidgeting like a crazy person, but you've got to think that like these money hangups, they're holding you back and how they're holding you back is part of, and it honestly is a big part and Holly found her bone again. Awesome. <laughs> but it's a big part of how you dictate how fast you get into your future self. So future you ten, five, 10, 15 years from now, hopefully doesn't have the same money hangups because if they do, then they're not really future years. They're just you like 10 years from now. Right. And I understand that there's fear. I understand that there's anxiety. I understand that a lot of this is a safety mechanism. Sometimes it's not even a logical safety mechanism. Let's go back to step number one, where it's a contradicting belief, right? You know, it's a contradicting belief, but yet it made you feel safe. So I will give you a very clear example. I felt safe earning money through a traditional structured day job, even if it was a part-time job, even if it was working, you know, when I was back in high school or whether it was bouncing from job to job or changing careers or whatever it is, I felt safe in a traditional structured job-like manner earning money because I had done it for so many years. I've had a job since I was 12, I think including like the one time I got laid off and like the one time I got, no, like the two times I got laid off basically because they were both in IT. Um, I think I have not worked only six months out of my entire life since I was 12 years old. Like I've always had a job and I'm not saying that's a good thing. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying, I'm stating facts, right? We're just spitting out some facts. So because the bulk of my existence has been a positive reinforcement that if you have a day job, if you have a structured job, therefore money will follow. Of course, I'm going to have this random, dumb, retarded, contradicting belief that therefore, if you do not have a structured or traditional day job, therefore money will not follow because I have no evidence to support it. And, and I'm getting all fiery and I'm getting passionate. So obviously if this is something that's either a thing for you or you want to dive deeper in it, go grab the companion journal prompts. Like I said, go to margaretstevens.co slash shop, or just click on the link in the show notes and you will get all the journal prompts that I'm using for this episode. You'll be able to go into it there and you'll be able to, to bust through these things because the whole point of this is to move through them, right? The whole point of the journal prompts, the whole point of the episode is to bring up a topic that we're all uncomfortable with, but we're having it in a intimate manner. We're having it in a safe manner. And then the other part of the intention is to go ahead and move you through it. Hence the journal prompts. So 
you know, if you have these contradicting beliefs, okay, full on fidget. <laughs> if you have these contradiction, contradicting beliefs, if you believe that it's okay for you to make money through a traditional J job, but not on your own or in a side hustle capacity, then we need to look at the underlying why. And then once we've looked at the underlying why, we need to start paying attention to what action steps are you actively not doing so that you can sabotage yourself? Because a lot of this goes back to, you might be conscious of it in one part of your brain, but your subconscious, your programming, your, your habits, your belief system, your default mode is actively sabotaging you and we need to know why. So one thing I'll give you again, let's go back to a clear example, not water running through my farm. <laughs> but like one thing that you can do is you can see, okay, if we're going back with the example of it's safe to make money through a traditional J job, but it's not, make, it's not safe to make money in any other capacity. I want you to challenge yourself. I want you to think of something else. And this is what got me to realize this was such a retarded, contradicting belief for me because we are, Ben and I are talking about investment properties and real estate, and it's on the 10 year bucket list. And it's part of the all roads leads to, you know, overarching map. So all of these things, right? All of that includes real estate that includes whether it's Airbnb houses or storage facilities or rental homes or buying properties and putting houses on them and then selling them. We haven't figured out the, the exact thing, but we know it is a thing. It is part of the pillars of the all roads lead to. So I was having a conversation with one of my besties and I was talking about like money and a day job and all of that. And then I mentioned that it felt really easy, really fun and really safe to earn money through real estate. And then I'm like, oh my God, that is such a contradicting belief because why is it okay that I can only earn money through a day job or why is it okay that I can only earn money through real estate, but yet I still have these random hangups that pop up that come up because I have weird hangups that if I don't work hard enough, therefore I can't earn it, which will obviously be a completely different episode. And Another little thing too, if you have some of these money hangups, definitely check out the journal prompts, but, um, yeah, just check out the journal prompts, go deep in the journal prompts. Obviously if there's another resource that makes sense, I'll put it in the show notes, but just go to the journal prompts. Right? So I had the awareness that I have these hangups and it's like, okay, so what, what action steps am I doing to actively sabotage myself? What is making this from a, just a bad pattern to an actual hangup? And so for me, it, I, I love structure. I love consistency. I love ease. I love flow. For me, structure is like an art. Like I've always talked about how clutter to, to me feels like a tangible thing. Like I can feel it. I can kind of taste it. Um, it's a very tactile feeling to me when I see clutter, when I feel clutter, when I hear clutter, you know, and I mean hear clutter by listening to either a thought pattern or someone's belief system or how someone is processing things or how someone is doing things. I can hear and feel the clutter. So same thing for the action steps. For me, it's like, okay. Well, if I'm taking this seriously, if I believe in this, if this is an art form to me, then I need to have a structure. Now, a structure or a template, I kind of use the words interchangeably, um, for me, it doesn't mean 
a, a template in the sense of it has to be suffocating. And if I don't do everything in the exact same order every single day, like the world will implode and the magic goes away. For me, structures or a template is just more of a, a guideline, right? To make sure that it's kind of like an outline. That's how I think of it. It's a high overview outline so I can have some creative freedom in there, but I can also make sure I'm hitting the points that I need to hit. So action steps in regards to your hangups is the same thing. So for me, one of the things I needed to do to take seriously earning money outside of either real estate, because apparently there was no hang up on that one, or a traditional J job, is I needed to have structure, I needed to have a routine, I needed to have a rhythm. So one of the things I did is I standardized all the journal prompts, I made it available on Etsy. I have a publishing sequence that I follow every single time I get a, a podcast episode out. Podcast episodes for the last uh, 10, 15 episodes have been coming out every Thursday consistently. I also send out an email, I do blank, blank, blank. So I created consistency. I created a template. I created structure and therefore my brain was able to latch onto it and go, Oh, that feels safe. I can now earn money through that. Mic drop, right? Like total mic drop. I'm going to leave that awkward pause for like a second in there, but that's the thing. We have to be aware of the hangups so that we can realize what does not feel safe and therefore look at why it doesn't feel safe and figure out how to make it safe. So my intention for the next while is how do I make making money in all capacities safe? How do I make money safe, period? How do I make money feel so safe that it doesn't matter what I'm doing? It doesn't matter how hard I work. It doesn't matter if I cut myself, if I sweat, if I cry, if I do this, if I don't eat, if I do all these horrible things, if I have suffered in a very Christian, Catholic, traditional sense, have I suffered enough to be worthy? And I'm not trying to pick on religion in any capacity, but it's one of those things. Part of my hangup is I have to suffer enough to be worthy. And there are obviously easier channels, easier blocks that I have said, okay, well, money is allowed to come to me this way because I know the suffering. So therefore I'm worthy. But on all these other ways, I have no clue how much I'm allowed to suffer. So therefore I don't know if I've suffered enough. So therefore I don't know if I'm worthy. And I know it's this weird thing, but safety and worthiness are going to be a huge part of these hangups. They're going to be a huge part of what is holding you back. And obviously the overarching part of all of this is you are in a place right now that you're like, okay, for the most part, I'm pretty happy with myself. You know, I, I've got a roof over my head. I can eat my meals. I can pay my bills. Maybe I have a little extra put, to put away. I can love my family. I can love myself. I'm overall in a good, happy spot, right? But there's still this desire for abundance. There's still this desire for more. Hence the amount of crazy downloads on the future self episodes. So because we're all desiring more, because we're all trying to better ourselves, whether you know, you're using the traditional sense of goals or you're using journal prompts or you're using whatever forms you're using, we're all trying to get into a better place, right? If you are sabotaging all of these things, if you do not believe that you are worthy, if you do not believe any of this is safe, then you will never become that future self. And part of it, you know, kind of crystallized for me. I was listening to um, 
what was it? It was the Wall Street Journal podcast. Um, and it was a really, it was an older episode because I'm kind of behind on some of my own episodes that I'm, I listened to. And it was talking about uh, a bunch of people unretiring, people in their 55 and up, 55 to the 65s, right? And they were talking about how they had already retired. They were on full on retirement and things had adjusted and changed in their life. And they, for whatever reason, were unretiring. And of course, we're talking about two different people. One person, she was a school teacher her whole career. And another person, he was a, he was some type of IT consultant, I think, if I remember correctly. But, you know, it was interesting to listen to, again, I was listening not necessarily just to the episode, because obviously I love the recording, but I was also listening to the money mindsets. And the consultant, he's like, yeah, you know, I know that I have enough money to live comfortably until I'm 85. But because of current inflation and things that are going on in the world and gas costing a lot more than what he had projected, he was planning on going back to work full time because that made more sense so that he could earn more money. He could displace the extra money that he's spending and he could maintain his quality of life and maybe even make a little bit extra money so that if he lives past 85, it's going to be okay. Or if inflation lasts for the next five years, it's going to be okay. You could hear his money mindset, his mining mindset, which was fascinating to me. Basically, that money mindset was, well, I have resources. I like money. I would like more money because this level of safety, you know, I think he was like 60, he's 64. You know, this level of safety means I have to have enough money to make it to 85. So therefore, okay, let's, you know, pop everything into the puzzle pieces. Huh. I need a little bit more money. Cool. Let's go back to work full time. And you know what? Maybe it would make sense to move because maybe that means it's easier for money to make it to me. So you can hear his money. Like, oh my God, it was so tangible for me, right? You could hear his money mindset clicking through the gears, going through the scenarios, finding the path of least resistance. Because I'm sorry, yo, like if you are 64 and you are willing not only to go back to work after being retired for, I think it was like a year or two, like mind you, I would just love to retire for a year or two. But like, if you're willing to not only go back to work so that you can have money until you're 85, not money for the next five years, but like 85, right? And you're willing to have path of least resistance on top of it to where you're willing to move. That is some clear non-money hangups right there. I was like, oh my God, that is such a clear money mindset. He is, these are the things he's willing to do so that it's easy for money to come into his life. And then the other woman, or I'm sorry, that one was a guy. And then the other one was a woman and she was this beautiful woman. She was a teacher. They didn't obviously go into her, like her background too much, but she was a teacher and she was living on just, I think it was social security and maybe like a pension, not a ton of money by any means. And she was talking about how she was like a couple hundred dollars short every month. Uh, no, she, she actually said a number. She said she took a $30,000 pay hit by retiring. And I was like, Oh my God, I couldn't even imagine. So there goes me inserting my own money mindset. But she talked about that. And she was talking about how like, she's watching her grandbabies. And you know, her kids are helping pay her because she's watching her grandbabies so that they can help, you know, offset the court, the, the cost of her living expenses. And you know, one thing that kind of broke my heart a little bit, but again, showed her money mindset was she thought about going back to work, she didn't want to go back to work full time, which is fine, no judgment. But she's like, you know, maybe I'll become a teaching consultant so I can teach people and teach school boards how to, you know, handle their teachers so their teachers don't become burnt out. I'm thinking, go you, that's good. There's structure. That's a business that's scalable, yada, yada, yada. You can totally make this into a thing and easily overcome the $30,000, $40,000 you took as a hit to retire. 
And then she said the thing that completely showed her money mindset, completely showed her contradicting belief and her money hangups. She's like, yeah, I thought in retirement I would be able to go vacation. I thought I'd be able to go on a cruise. I thought I'd be able to have fun. I haven't been able to do any of it. Maybe I'll be able to do it again the next time I retire. And I'm like, no, I was like yelling at the podcast episode, but I was like, you are insane. And I'm like yelling at the podcast episode. I'm like, no, hun, you're missing the whole freaking point. Obviously having that $30,000 hit completely sucks. And I understand that it put you in a very bad financial bind. Obviously you have a talent that could go ahead and be a resource that could make you 60, 70, $80,000 a year being a freaking consultant, right? Like, I'm sorry, if you add the word consultant and then you slap on the back of it X years of experience and you actually are halfway decent, you can make ducats. You can easily make 30, 40, 50, 60, $70,000 a year. Why the fuck can you not take a vacation? Her money mindset, her hangups was, I can only have a vacation if I retire. I could never take a vacation. And, and mind you, yes, I am inferring. Yes, I'm only going from this one snippet of her pod of her on a podcast episode, but I'm sorry. It told me everything and it broke my heart. And that's what made me think about money hangups and how we're holding our future selves back because there is nothing saying that this woman not only could take a tangible skill that she has, but she could take it, she could monetize it and motherfucker could be taking some cruises at the same time, right? She could say, Hey, I do contracts and three month contracts. And then after three months, I'm, you know, unavailable for a week or two fucking weeks or whatever the case is. And then I'm back available again. Like she, she has all this power. She has all of this, this tangible good that she could be monetizing, but she's afraid to, it doesn't matter why she's afraid. She has money hangups that she doesn't believe that she could take a fucking vacation and retire and go consult at the same time, you know, and it's heartbreaking. You know, I don't, I, I get upset because you know, all of us, not all of us, so many of us, majority women, shocker, have these limiting beliefs. They have these money hangups around, well, everything has to work in a certain way. And if it doesn't, you know, I'm creating something that's so big and so hard to achieve and therefore it can't be real or therefore it can't happen to me or maybe next year or maybe this or maybe that. And it's just, it's so infuriating and it's so heartbreaking and it just makes me want to shake people, right? It's like, you know, this this woman could very easily create a consulting package, do it in a three month stint, make money. Even if she she only made the thirty thousand dollars, right? She could make the thirty thousand dollars because clearly she was living on less, and she could also take a vacation at the same time. Who's to say she can't go on a cruise once a quarter? You know, because now she's bringing in extra money. I'm sorry, depending on where you're going, a cruise is like a thousand, two thousand dollars, right? And that's for a nice cruise, and that's for like a five day, seven day, or depending on what you're doing, what vacation, like the bubbles package. Like, I mean, that could be a very nice cruise. She doesn't have to take that big of a cruise or a big of a vacation if she doesn't feel comfortable. But she has all these money hangups. She has all these limiting beliefs. So therefore, it's not safe for her to have the vacation. It's not safe for her to have a good retirement. It's not safe for her to do X, Y, and Z. So now she's put herself in a situation where she has to go back to what is safe. She has to go back to what she knows because the unknown is so scary and she doesn't have the tools or the mindset or the skills to tackle the unsafe and unscary but therefore she took her earning capacity and she took her skills and things that she could monetize and she lost it all 
Instead, the guy, which again, no shame that he's a guy versus the girl thing. No shame, right? But the guy knew his worth, was willing to bend, was willing to flex, and made it mother freaking easy for money to come back into him, right? And that's what I want for you. I want you to let go of these money hangups. I want you to recognize where you have these stupid, retarded, contradicting beliefs. And when you recognize them, I want you to be like, oh my God, that is so dumb. Not in a judgy sense, not in a let's beat yourself up sense, because this is not a podcast about beating ourselves up. It's about a podcast of recognizing where we are, recognizing where we want to be and going, oh, they're not actually not that far apart. Let's go ahead and truck on over and get there. Let's get there. Right. I want you to recognize where you believe it's not okay for me to have this, but it is okay for me to have this. I want you to be conscious of the action steps you are not doing. Are you doing your templates? Are you doing your structure? I want you to be conscious of all of these things so that you can go ahead and let go of these money hangups. Like, I don't want you to reinforce them. I don't want you to make it a thing. I want you to be able to move forward. And then therefore, as you are moving forward, you now can create, you now can become the future self you want. Huh, shocker, right? You know, that woman is, this is a perfect, perfect time for her. It, it breaks my heart and it makes me want to shake her at the same time because I'm so frustrated at her. But this is a perfect time for her to reinvent herself where teachers are desperately needed. She can become a consultant. She can make good money, whatever that means to her. She could take mother freaking vacations and she could quote unquote have it all. She could have the things that she desires. She could create that new version of herself and she could be happy. But her money mindset, her money blocks, her money beliefs are not letting her see all of the abundance that's around her. And I know I'm, I'm interjecting between the woo and the physical, right? But it's the same thing. It depends on how your brain interprets it. Sometimes for us, it is easier, especially for me, sometimes it's easier for me to understand a concept if it's like hella woo. Sometimes it's easier for me to understand a concept if it's very structured, black and white, and there is no wiggle room. So I have no problem ping-ponging between one or the other because I'm, again, I'm available for every path of least resistance to get where I want to be. That should probably be a journal cup. <laughs> but anywho, like, I want you to do the same thing. If that means you need to dive into the journal prompts and be on the woo side, rock on with your woo self. If that means you need some structure, some tangible things, that's, again, what the journal prompts are for. You've got structure, you've got room, you can follow through with it. But I want you to to have the intention that these money hangups are no longer going to be a hangup because they're going to stop you from becoming your future self. They're going to stop you from becoming the person you want to be. They're going to give you an excuse to stay small. And we already have other people helping us stay small. Let's not be our own sabotageur, right? Okay. So let's take it down a notch because <laughs> I love that woman. I, I send her all the positive vibes. Hopefully somehow she reaches and listens to this episode. You know, if someone knows her, get her this episode. I will happily work with her. I would love to help her understand and how to monetize so that she can make a good living and she can retire and she can have fucking vacations because I'm sorry if that is her dream especially in the, on top of all of this, right? On top of all of this in the episode, she talked about how she was a single mom raising four kids. So I'm sorry, if any woman deserves to have a fucking vacation, it is this woman. She raised four freaking kids that all are very successful kids. Why can't this woman let herself have a vacation? So do not be the woman. Do not deny yourself a vacation or whatever it is. Be willing to let go of your hangups. Be willing to move on and evolve into the future self of you dive into the journal prompts if you need to and 
know that I say all of this with deep, deep love. And I know love can be a very overused word. It can be a word that people throw about, but like, I truly pour my heart and soul into every one of my episodes. I try and expose things that are uncomfortable for me, talk about topics that I normally don't talk about. Like, mind you, I'm a very, <laughs> in the real world, as my father likes to say, you know, on not on the internet webs, like, I'm a very private person. I don't post a lot about my, my personal life. I definitely don't invite a ton of people out to our house. Like, I'm a very private person. So for me to be talking about things that are so private to me and can be bringing up all these things for other people, like, I truly pour my heart and soul into this. So that's what I want for you. I want you to feel the love coming through the episode. I want you to feel my desire to help you shorten the learning curve, flatten the learning curve, get over the freaking learning curve, maybe skip a step or five. I want you to feel that through these episodes. So hence why I'm obsessed about the journal prompts. Hence why I'm obsessed about any of the resources that I recommend, the books I recommend, the courses I create or the courses I recommend. I'm obsessed with all of it for a reason. They have gotten me here. And the whole point of it is they've gotten me here in a much shorter time than it would have been otherwise. I am not up for having this long, drawn-out path, and I am no longer available. There we go. Here's, a, here's one that's coming. I'm no longer available to suffer to therefore feel worthy. I, I've got to, like, have someone go back and just, just, just scribe, transcribe this stuff for me so I can get these cups ideas out of my head. But, like, I'm so no longer available to suffer to therefore feel worthy. I'm not. Like, I'm already worthy. I'm a, a human being. I am a human being. I breathe air. I love. I do everything I can to the best of my abilities. And sometimes I have my moments, but again, we're all human. Like, therefore I am worthy. I am human. Therefore I am worthy. That's it. Doesn't matter what I believe in. Doesn't matter all the things. Like, it just is. So follow through on your steps. Let go of your money hangups. Let yourself feel that it is safe to evolve into your future self. And just run with it. Full on run with it. Do not be... The, the heartbreaking woman that decides that she can't retire and go on a freaking cruise after raising four kids by herself. Be emulate the more masculine dude that, again, I'm not trying to promote masculinity, whatever, right? And emulate the guy that was like, oh, I want more money. Oh, these are the easiest ways for me to get more money. Rock on. I'm going to make myself some money. Bring on the ducats. Just vision like have a vision of ducats raining on you and you're making it as easy as humanly freaking possible for it to get to you. Okay. So thank you so much for listening to today's intense episode. I hope I didn't scare you. I do love you. I do appreciate you. I know you love my passion. Otherwise you wouldn't be listening to this, but I want to say thank you so much. I want to hear how you're implementing the journal prompts into your day to day. Like, what are you doing? How are you doing it? What's working for you? Tell me, give me, give me the feedback. Let me help support you. Or I'd love, this would be a really fun one. I'd love to start learning where you all are listening to the episodes. Are you multitasking? Are you walking? Are you driving? What are you doing? Give me the aims. Give me all the aims. How are you implementing and how are you listening? All the aims. So you can either tag me on the social medias. Or you could drop a comment in the Etsy store once you've bought the journal prompt. Either one, whatever works for you. I'm here. I'm available for all of it. I will talk to you soon. Grab the prompts. Love you. Bye. Have a burning question for me? Want that link I was talking about? 
Get access to all the resources and links that were mentioned in this episode and others over at margaretstevens.co. And if you haven't, don't forget to sign up for my VIP list where I share special bonuses, pre-launch coupon codes, and advice I don't share anywhere else. Thanks for listening.